Welcome to Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. I'm Connie Thiessen. Pia Chattopadhyay joins the podcast this week to talk about her new role as host of CBC Radio 1's The Sunday Magazine, taking over the Sunday morning time slot from veteran broadcaster Michael Enright, who wrapped the long-running Sunday edition in June. The former Middle East correspondent talks about walking her own path in her own shoes as the show moves to a live format. So my name is Pia Chattopadhyay, and I am the host, newly minted host of the newly minted program, The Sunday Magazine on CBC Radio. So I have been involved in the biz, the journalism biz, for 20 plus years. And um, in that time, in terms of broadcast, I've pretty much done almost anything you can think of in terms of an on-air role. So I started as a television reporter and worked in my home province of Saskatchewan. I worked all over this country. I had a brief foray before that working in newspapers, which is where I started coming out of journalism school um, in Edmonton for um, just shy of a year until I jumped to TV broadcast. And then I segued into radio broadcasting, did that for a number of years as a reporter in Canada. And then in uh, 2006, followed my boyfriend of the time, who is now my husband, halfway around the world. He uh, was the Middle East correspondent for the CBC, and I went and joined him there and freelanced uh, at first in the region and then landed a job, much to my surprise, uh, at a place that I hadn't heard of called Fox News Radio. I knew Fox, of course, had a television station. Um, I did not know that it had a radio component to it, um, a very robust one, uh, even at that time, many, many stations across the United States. And um, they hired me as their Middle East correspondent. So I I worked for them for uh, a few years and traveled all around the Middle East and further afield into uh, Kenya and other places. Um, And then we returned to Canada in 2010. I was pregnant with our first child and I just thought kind of keeping it all together with a new baby and reporting at a high level and being shot out of the cannon was going to be a bit difficult to kind of navigate. I also wanted to stretch my journalistic wings. And so I started um, freelancing at the CBC once again um, as a radio host and filled in on every conceivable show for the next um, decade um, that you can think of, local radio shows and national ones, current affairs ones, reading the news, all of that. I also um, worked for Ontario's public broadcaster, TVO, uh, for their flagship program called The Agenda, where I was the backfill host and summer host, a show that is hosted by Steve Pakin, one of the best, best broadcaster this country has ever seen. And um, then in 2015 or 16, boy, it's hard to keep track, Someone at the CBC, a new boss, said, hey, I hear you everywhere. How come you don't have your own show? And I said, well, no one's really ever asked. And from there, Out in the Open was born. And I really, when we conceived of the idea, I had, you know, spent many years as a news and current affairs person, hard current affairs. And I wanted to stretch my wings and felt that there was room for a new offering in our radio service that really dealt with real life, that was really... um, head on, straightforward, talked about difficult things that we all go through. um, Because I don't think we talk about those things enough publicly. And I wanted to provide some empathy and some companionship to listeners who were going through tough times and so that they could see themselves when they were in their most um, trying times in someone else. And so I did that for a number of years. And then this wonderful opportunity of hosting the Sunday magazine came up. 
I want to start by talking about taking over a show that's been a staple for many Canadians for literally decades. Are you feeling any pressure heading into this new role? Of course. The thing about anything with a legacy is that when you're the person coming in after that, you have to make some stark choices. And so the choices kind of are, one, try to continue that legacy of the person who came before you. The second choice is to throw it all away and just try something new. And the third choice, which is the one uh, we've opted for, is to keep the values of the space strong, the programming values strong. But I have this line um, that I think a lot of Canadians know what Michael Enright looks like. And I look nothing like Michael Enright. And I always say when people say, oh, those are big shoes to fill. I said, look, Michael's a tall guy. I have no idea what size feet he has. I'm guessing they're like a men's 11 or 12, and I'm a women's size 6. So it would be foolish for me to try and put my feet into his shoes. And so the way I am approaching this, and I feel very confident in this, is that I will put on my own, I like wearing high-heeled boots, um, put them on and walk my own path in my own shoes. Not to also forget, and I remind myself of this all the time, um, of a few things. One is that I have been broadcasting for 20 years, so I'm not some new kid off the block that CBC listeners or Canadians don't know about. Uh, I'm confident in my journalism and my abilities as a host. So yeah, sure. Is it daunting? Yes. Would it be silly for me to try and emulate Michael? Yes. Would listeners like it? No. Reasonable facsimiles um, never work. And, you know, I went to a radio conference a number of years ago and um, Ira Glass of This American Life's executive producer stood on a stage and said, people always ask me like, how do I build the next Ira Glass? How do I, how do I do it? And her response was, don't build the next Ira Glass, build your own thing. And that has always stuck with me that I am going to be me. It, it doesn't work if you're not you. I know you brought in at least one of your producers from Out in the Open, the show that you previously hosted. Do you want to talk about the team that's come together to produce the Sunday Magazine and the process of reimagining what the show could be? Sure. So again, I think, you know, I'm a big sports fan. So I think a lot about team and I actually like to observe what sports teams, how they change and morph and what coaches and, you know, managers do with teams. I think the strongest teams when you're starting something new or evolving something is to have a good mix of people. Some people who know the uh, earlier show because they know the values and the processes and how that worked. But you also do always need new blood. So yes, indeed, um, one of the best producers in the business, and I say well beyond the CBC, uh, my senior producer from out in the open, Brian Colton, by his own choice and the boss's choice came over to the Sunday magazine. He's magnificent. Um, when you listen to either out in the open or the Sunday magazine, all that beautiful sonic architecture, the music choices are his. He knows me very well. And so he knows how to bring my voice out of me. He often writes things. I said, Oh, I would never say that. And he says, no, but you could. And um, so it's really good to have someone who kind of can see you as a broadcaster outside of yourself. We also brought in Willow Smith, who from The Current, who has a you know strong editorial number of bones running through her body to helm this show. 
and she's just a lovely person as well. And our producers are, a lot of them are longtime producers from the Sunday edition. Unfortunately, a lot of the producers at the Sunday edition, a few of them, I shouldn't say a lot of them, chose to retire. And so we're trying some new people out right now and seeing how the, the team all clicks. I think when I think of team... I don't want to ever have a team that has a group of people all with the same skills, right? You need people with different kinds of skills and different interests and different backgrounds to complement one another. And so that's what we're trying to do going forward. This team will change over the months and years. They always do and always should. I'm not a big proponent of doing one thing in life in this day and age of broadcasting because we all need multiple skills. Uh, So I I like mixing it up all the time. The show has also moved to a live format. Do you want to tell us what your Sunday mornings look like now and what listeners can expect? Sure. Yeah. So this is the first time I think perhaps ever in the history of the CBC that we've had a live Sunday morning format. And there are many reasons for that. One is radio has many things going for it in 2020. But the one of the main things is that it still has that immediacy. It's not a podcast. It's not a pre-recorded thing. We can be there. So when there is something that Canadians need to know about, then we can be there for them. That said, a lot of components of this show will be pre-taped. That's also a way to have, you know, nice textures and conversations and well-edited and all of those things. So, but we wanted to be able to have the ability to go live should we need to. Now, some people are like, does that mean you're going to break in with everything? No, we are not a news program. We are a current affair deep thinking, deep dive, deep conversation show. And so um, the live format also adds a different kind of energy. There's nothing like live broadcasting. It The listener might not be able to, to say, wait a minute, is that live? That's not live. That is live. But they can hear a different energy in live. So what do Sunday mornings look like? It means a, a small crew of us um, are in on Sunday mornings, uh, getting in at about 6 a.m. Our, our first edition of the Sunday magazine is at 8 a.m. Eastern time because that's 9 a.m. Uh, Atlantic time. And then we bicycle the show throughout uh, the country. In your opening monologue on Sunday, you addressed taking over the program in what's a very heavy time for some people. How is that informing the direction of the show and what kind of conversations are happening behind the scenes with your producers? You know, it is always a balance between, especially when we live in difficult times, which we all do uh, right now, between giving people the information and the context around that, that they need and desire, balanced with the joy, the empathy, the escapism, the wonder that they also have earned and deserve. And so it's finding that balance. You know, we are through week one at the show is going to evolve and get stronger as weeks two and three, the four and so on and so forth go through. But what I really wanted to do out of the gates with this show was to really say to the listener, and I I truly believe this, is that we are in this together. This is a public broadcaster. I'm there with them. We may have different trials and triumphs in our lives, but with the pandemic going on, we are all having a hard time. I don't know anyone who's like, wow, wish this would stick a lot around a long time. This is really fun and really, you know, fulfilling. I want listeners to know that we're in this together. I have a Whenever I sort of think of how broadcasting works, I think of a triangle. And so at each one of the three apexes is a person or persons. One is 
the the host, me in this case. The other is the guest. And the third is the listener, listeners. And we meet within that triangle in all kinds of ways. But as soon as you forget about one of those people, I think you're dead in the water as a broadcaster. Pia, you're from Saskatoon. You're a Western Canadian living in Toronto, and you're also a first-generation Canadian. These are not qualities that we find in every national host. Do you feel like you have a more well-rounded perspective in being able to address some of the big touch points right now, diversity and maybe even political polarization between some of the regions? Maybe. Um, you know, it's, it's hard to kind of take out parts of who you are and sort of distill them into silos. I do know this. Yeah, born and raised in Saskatoon to parents who came to Canada back in 1967. I grew up in a very white culture for the most part, though I will say there was a small but very strong Indian diaspora in Saskatoon, which I was very much a part of. So, you know, that has always just been who I am. I think, like, thank goodness we're here. Thank goodness there are people who are broadcasting and being at the forefront and behind the scenes of journalism in Canada who who look different, who sound different, who come from different experiences. On the question, can I, you know, perhaps go more places or have more understanding? Maybe. I don't know. I, I can only do me. I do know this about myself, and I don't know which part of this informs it as much. You know, people like to toss around words like, you're really brave. You'll ask people anything. And the way I look at it is like the worst thing someone is going to tell me, hopefully the worst thing, is no or to go fly a kite. And I can deal with that. I really feel strongly that we need to be more transparent in our journalism. We need to go deeper. We need to ask provocative, but not intruding on people's uh, privacy and personal space. But we need to understand these times in which we live in. And they're deep and they're complex and they're they're crossing over one another in many, many myriad of ways. And so, yeah, I, I, I mean, if I'm not going to ask the question as the host, then who the heck is? How are we to understand one another better if our journalism isn't doing that? Is there a note you want to conclude on, Pia? Like I said, I'm a kid of immigrants who came to Canada to try and make a better life for their kids. And um, I'm darn proud of what my parents built for me. And I am have worked in journalism a long time. And I, I always say that radio, uh, you know, our TV colleagues like to say, oh, radio, you just go and do your own thing. And it's so far from the truth. Um, radio is such team sport. I always liken it to a football field. You don't need to know anything about football except to know that it's 100 yards, 110 in Canadian football. And producers run the ball. They get it to the 80-yard line. My job as the host is to take it the last 20 to you know, stand on their shoulders and their work and score. And I've always approached anything I do in broadcasting as teamwork to treat my colleagues and the listener with respect and um, empathy. I, I think that would kind of be my concluding note that, you know, we always talk about the divided times that we live in and they sure don't look like they're going anywhere fast. And so I think really um, one of the things that I want people to really understand about me is that I am trying to be as empathetic as I can in both my personal life 
at life and professional one. I think we owe that. I think we owe that to journalism. That doesn't mean being weak and talking about feelings and agreeing and not holding people to account and not asking them to defend uh, the choices and the thinking that they have. But what it does mean is to take our fingers out of our ears and start listening with them. I am not a talk show host. I am a listener, listening host. That's how I think of it. My job is to listen more than talk. And so that's what I'd say. Thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. Thanks, Connie. It was really nice to talk to you. Our thanks to Pia Chattopadhyay. You can tune in to The Sunday Magazine on CBC Radio 1 or the CBC Listen app Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. local time, 9.30 in Newfoundland. For Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast, I'm Connie Teeson. for listening to Broadcast Dialogue. For more information about the podcast or to receive exclusive access to our weekly briefing about the Canadian media industry, visit us at broadcastdialogue.com. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, connect with us on LinkedIn, and follow us on Twitter and SoundCloud. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com.